Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will have our spoiler-free review for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. We will also review Collateral Beauty and Season 2 of Fuller House. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, please explain to the people why I had to say season two of Fuller House at the end of that intro. Um, because <laughs> we didn't review season one. <laughs> and, um, I'm gonna be the only one reviewing it because Carlos didn't see it. So, <laughs> there it is. Sound the so. logic. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I, I actually, there's someone else on this line who is who will be joining us for our um rogue one review who i do want to get his opinion on um the fact that we're reviewing fuller house season two on the same episode as star wars bob is joining us again bob how are you and what do you think of this matter um i'm good it's good to be back um i'm super excited to talk about rogue one um super disappointed about fuller house i thought I thought season one was absolute garbage. I hated it. I refused to watch season two. And I <laughs> said to Kirk Cameron, the brother of DJ Tanner in real life, I said to his face that Fuller House was garbage. That's true. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um. I mean, we'll we'll get we'll get the season. We well, you know what? I kind of want we can do like a season one review because I, we didn't we didn't do it. So we can do a quick recap. I kind of want to get your your thoughts on it from what you remember because I know it's season one is is it's not a show that I recommend. Okay, guys, this is this is a show where I feel like it's it's a job at this point, like where I have to do this for you guys. So I watched season two um, for you guys. Because it's it's my job for you guys. This right. is this is one where I felt like it's a job. So, all right. Well, let's start off with the good news. Yes, Rogue One. Can we? Yes, let's start with <laughs> Rogue One because I'm sure that's what most people are waiting for. <laughs> Nobody wanted to get into this Fuller House discussion so early. Um. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So. Again, this is our spoiler-free review. You do not have to worry about spoilers. That spoiler-filled review will be on our next episode on Wednesday, along with our La La Land review. So definitely tune in for that one, because I think it's going to be a good one. Um, Alright, so spoiler-free discussion here, guys. Um, Initial thoughts. What did you guys think of Star or Rogue One, A Star Wars Story? Ozzy? I thought this one was really good. Um, I did have some issues with it, but overall, I, I thought it was a really unique take on the Star Wars universe. Um, we were faced with, we're finally dealing with people who aren't Skywalkers and Jedis, so it's, it's, it was a really different take on it, and it had a, it was, it was dark, but it had a sense of realism to it. Um, it had a sense of real, um, emotion in it. So, 
No, I'm not going to say the other ones didn't, but this one definitely felt more grounded um, when it comes to emotions. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it that. All right. Um, Bob, what were your thoughts? Um, pretty much the same as Ozzy. I thought, yeah, it was really different, which I thought was good considering it's an anthology movie that's not supposed to be considered similar to the episodes. I really like that about it. And I thought it was a really good starting point for the other anthology movies. Yes. But I really enjoyed it overall. Um, I would agree with pretty much both both of you. I, it was d- definitely the most unique Star Wars movie we've gotten, and we got that from basically the first five seconds of the movie, um, because uh, again, this is not a spoiler. There's no opening crawl, so it's a, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> um, there's no opening crawl, so it's immediately kind of different differentiates itself. Um, all right, well, let's kind of get into it here. We'll start, of course, with our positives. Um, Bob, what what were some of your big positives for Rogue One? Um, obviously the story mm-hmm. and how it does tie in to everything else we've seen in the Star Wars universe. I really liked how that worked out. And then the fact that there wasn't a lot of the Force made it a somewhat relatable movie. I understand like all the science in it, like mm-hmm. X-Wings and stuff like that. Do we have that yet? No. So that part's not relatable. But the fact that they were just regular people mm-hmm. doing regular jobs, I really liked that. And even the, even the little bit that did use the Force, I thought really did mm-hmm. work. Um, what was that main, that character's name? I cannot think of him. Um, but the uh, guy. He, he was Chirrut Imwe something. Imwe, yeah. Yeah, Imwe, yeah. I thought he was a great character. I really loved his character. Um, so mm-hmm. the bit that they did use with the force w- did work, but everything else, like you said, it's very, um, it, it didn't, it was relatable because they don't have that aspect. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, what about you? I'm going to say this was to me, this is my favorite, um, Star Wars movie that was shot. Um, I love the shots that they took in, this, uh, in the movie. I love the cinematography. I absolutely love the cinematography. Um, I thought some of the locations as well, um, were definitely different from what you'd see in a typical Star Wars film. Um, you, I, I remember when the poster came out, um, you and I were loving it because it was so, it was so different. You know what I mean? It wasn't on like a beach, um, or anything like that. So it's definitely like a, different take i love the actual war aspect of it like it feels that we're actually in a war um so i love that and i also love you know this this movie compared to others it's it's um you're you're on the grit like you're really edging your seat you know what i mean it's so intense and the movie does a great job of really building these characters for you to actually care for them so you know when when one of them is in danger you're really uh you're really grabbing the edge of your seat you really like because you want them to be okay at the end of the day so it's really knows how to really make a moment uh intense mm-hmm. and also darth vader um for those of you who are interested in getting into star wars for those of you who don't know much about darth vader but always find him funny and stuff like that. I think if you guys go into this movie, he's not he's not in it for a long time. I think he's only in it for like the like five ten minutes. But for the amount of time that he's in there, he is by far the most. This is by far the most threatening, ser- like the most threatening um, 
fearless version of Darth Vader I've personally ever seen, and I, I loved him in this movie. I thought he um, definitely, for the five, ten minutes he was in, he was amazing. That was a great cameo by far. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just so ruthless in this movie. So, you know, he, he, this is just like, for those of you guys who make fun of him or something, then you guys want to see something that, like, um, that you guys don't understand why. Like, this is why you don't mess with Darth Vader. Like, this movie clearly shows with the small amount of time that he's in there, this clearly shows why you do not want to be on Darth Vader's bad side. Um, and just the way he's presented, even in this film, is definitely like the, like the way he's presented in his first uh, when we first see him, it's just a unique way of seeing him. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really like the the way they they added him in here, and yeah. then I also love how they like how he wasn't a main focus. Also, mm-hmm. um, this was the final, basically the final cinematic moment or cinematic kind of. This is the final movie that he's going to be in, most likely, because we're not going to, I mean, any of the other anthologies most likely aren't going to deal with Vader. So, and I think this was a great final act for him. Um, it kind of showcased everything that we love about Vader. Um, he does throw in a little pun at one point, which was a little distracting, but whatever. That's a complete random side thing that's not too big of a deal. Um and you you did mention uh, I'll, I'll briefly talk about um, the cinematography as you did mention um, the one thing we knew Gareth Edwards could do was scale because Godzilla um, the one thing we knew he was good at was scale and good lord he did it well um, in this movie uh, you really feel the Empire's presence just by how huge everything is compared compared to everybody else it it just they really do a great job of making it feel kind of the empire feel insurmountable, you know? Um, yeah. And then as for, you mentioned the war stuff and the action as well. Um, who, uh, the action, I love the action in this movie. Every, every time there was an action scene, I was pretty much locked in and they did a great job of not necessarily like we were, they really were trying to push that. This is going to be a war movie. This is going to be a war movie. Um, and I don't even know if I would describe it necessarily as a war movie. I would say that it takes place. Like it's not necessarily about like the war itself. It, it's almost like there's this mission going on kind of taking place in a war, like the setting is the war instead of the war being the plot, you know? Um, and I think that works really well. It felt, you felt like, oh my gosh, we're in the middle of a war zone in this movie, you know? Um, I, I really did love that aspect of it. It, it also shows, um, the rebellion's flaws too. Yes. Um, like we're, we're sitting here rooting for them, but there is a moment, um, very with, early in the film. Uh, yes. With Cassie. Yeah. There's a moment with that. Cassian and you like you'll see that there are things that he regrets mm-hmm. doing in the name of the rebellion. Um, so you definitely see that the rebellion has flaws. Um, that they're doing st- like you know it's almost questioning at this point mm-hmm. when it comes to the rebellion. Um, so you see you see that on that scale, and also when it comes to the empire, this you're 100% right like you see how huge they are and how threatening they are this was a whole to me this was this was a real grounded empire and it was just it, they were i've never respect like i mean i've i've always uh liked that side of the empire and so, like you know was interested in that side and stuff like that and of course you know they're the ones in charge but i feel like yeah. this film 
really showed um, their wrath, really showed how powerful they can be. Mm-hmm. So I really, really liked it. I thought they did a great job really interpreting the, the Empire in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I liked how we got backstory to both sides mm-hmm. instead of just like certain characters, like seeing about Tarkin and stuff like that. I liked seeing how the Empire was kind of run like, behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. sort of stuff, and the same with uh, the Rebellion. I liked getting to actually see them meet and discuss things. I really liked getting to see how that worked, mm-hmm. as opposed to just hearing, okay, the, the Rebellion met. Mm-hmm. I liked knowing what they were saying. Yeah. And at the same time, I did think that they did put a lot of backstory into even just the individual characters. These This team... Or the, the, uh, this team, excuse me. Um, it was... I really did like the character development throughout this movie. I did. Um, uh, all of the characters, really. Everyone had their moment. Everyone, I understood them. And, I mean, it, mo- you ask most people who the MVP of this movie is, and it is K2SO. <laughs> he was fantastic. Um, did he... I think some of it fell flat towards the end just because it maybe they kind of... They tried to go back to the well few too many times but a lot of his kind of comedic relief moments did really work for me mm-hmm. yeah i also like the scale of the the danger they're in um again i mean with, with the death star yeah we didn't like we never got so much like we never got um at least from what i remember from a new hope we never really got the scale of how dangerous it is and yeah. in this movie we do and my gosh it is bad. I mean, there was a scene in this movie with the Death Star, and I was just like, damn. They mean yeah. business. I, I don't know. So- <laughs> I, think, I think we did get that scale kind of from the movies, but at the same, or from uh, A New Hope, but it was almost, it's because it's from, you're, you're seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah. That, that, that's the key. Um, you, you just, and they, that was very smart of them to show it from that perspective. Um, Man, that was probably my favorite part of the movie is that they showed it from that other perspective yeah. than what we saw in the original trilogy. Uh-huh. Definitely. All right. What about the performances? Um, what kind of stood out to you there? Stick to the positive people. I think Ozzy might have some negatives um, when it comes to performances. I didn't really, honestly. I thought most of the performances were yeah. pretty solid. I thought um, Felicity Jones was very good. And yeah. to me, the best performance in the movie was Diego Luna. I thought he was mm. fantastic as Cassian. Easily. Uh, yeah, he was, um, he was just charming. But at the same time, he was... Um, you could tell he's been through crap, you know, like, and he's just like, but he, you could also tell that he is a good leader. Um, so I, I really did love his character and I thought Diego Luna did a fantastic job portraying him. Yeah. I think the overall performances were, were fantastic. I'm not going to say anything. I don't think I have any negatives from what I remember. Okay. Okay. I um, one negative. What I remember, maybe, maybe it'll come back to me, but I thought the overall performances were, Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were overall great. Actually, not not good. I thought they were great. Yeah. I thought. I mean, even even the girl, even the little girl who did play Jen Urso. I mean, I thought she did a great job. And I thought, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite performances was, was actually by um, Mads Milkerson. Um, he Gaylen. does a really good job for the months. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the amount of time that he's actually in there, I thought I really liked him, mm-hmm. and I really liked his arc 
really in, yeah. in his reasoning in his reasoning for continuing on his plans. I, I do like that. So um I think they did a great job overall with the cast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um last thing I will say, and I don't know if you guys have any more lingering positives before we move into negatives, but last thing I will say is man, the the last thirty minutes basically of this movie are everything it's everything you wanted from this movie, everything I was hoping for, everything I was expecting. It is a Star Wars a Star Wars fan's wet dream. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> the last 30 minutes of this movie um like cuz we got action scenes here or there throughout the throughout the first portion of this movie and I was like, "Wow, that was really great." And then the last 30 minutes is basically just one big action scene and it's so good. Um, it's amazing. So do you have any other lingering positives where we kind of move into negatives? Um, that's it for me. I do, but we can't talk about them in detail. Uh, <laughs> I would say the cameos and references to other parts of yes. Star Wars were great for the most part. I do think there was one forced one. Too forced. Yeah, there was one. Yeah. But other than that, I thought they were very well done. Uh huh. And it flows really well into a new hope. Like they set yeah. it up so it's basically like a minute or two before a new hope starts. It's really, really good the way they kind of flow everything together and connect it. Um, I really did like that. All right, you guys want to move into negatives? Definitely. Sure. Let's something yeah. All right. I will start off this time and I will say, and this is something that has been a pretty big topic of discussion ever since the movie came out. Well, I mean, it came out a few days ago, but it's been a pretty big <laughs> topic of discussion online. Um, the CG for some of the characters, some of the older characters, um, <clears throat> That were, we, we got to know in A New Hope. Um, specifically Tarkin and a bit with another character who I won't go into just because I think it should be a little bit more of a surprise. But we knew Tarkin was kind of going to be in this movie. And yeah. we, we got more of him than I was expecting. And it was, okay, this is my thing. The, uh, do you guys know what the Uncanny Valley is? No. No. Okay. The uncanny valley is the idea of when a human sees a CGI or computer generated human, they know something is off and it kind of makes them a little uncomfortable. That's just a fact. That's human kind of psychology. That's the uncanny valley. That's, it's the problem that, um, animators have had for a long time and we've not never fully gotten over it because you can't make a human out of, you can't make a computer generated human that looks a hundred percent realistic. Somebody you're always going to be able to notice that it's not human. And mm. I think this is as close as we've ever gotten to kind of crossing the uncanny Valley. I don't think it was all right, all, all the way there, but Man, Tarkin looked great. There were definitely moments where I was like, all right, this is little, this is really messing with my head right now. Um, because it was just really weird how they did that. Um, and it, sometimes I could tell, like, it just looked kind of plasticky or something like that. But for the most part, I thought it w- looked really well. And the other time that they used it was, to me, amazing. I, I thought it was very well done. What did you guys think of kind of the CGI um, replacements for these old characters? I thought it was done really well. Um, 
like you said a couple times, it was just a little plasticky. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching, and honestly, I wouldn't have really even noticed he was CGI if it weren't for the fact that he looked too shiny to yeah. be a person. Yeah. But it wasn't enough that I was sitting there like, okay, why did Tarkin look so weird? Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, all right, cool, and just went along with the story. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I totally forgot who Tarkin was, so I had to actually, I just got done looking him up, I'm just like, I'm just like, there was someone CG animated the whole entire time, I didn't know what the hell, so I looked him up, I'm like, uh-oh, okay, I was like, I was like, because I, like, I, thought, I thought he looked kind of funny, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm just like, that was kind of weird, like, <laughs> but he's scary, he looks scary, I'm just like, but you look kind of weird, dude, yeah. but you scaring me by the way you look, <laughs> um, that's the really uncanny valley. Me. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really bother me necessarily that uh, he was CGI, though. I mean, I thought the performance and overall was was great by that actor, given. Uh, given. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I, I didn't really bother me. I just didn't really know. I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I guess I have to. I guess I would have to see like the older films and like where he's actually in mm-hmm. to really get that. But again, I mean, it really didn't bother me. If, if anything, it bothered me just the way he looked. You know what I'm saying? Because he did. He looked menacing. He looked like a grouchy old dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like someone just walked in his yard for no reason. He was about to like kick somebody with his head, with his with his cane. So I don't know. Like he that. looked like, like an angry neighbor from Monster House. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, yeah. I'm I, I I wouldn't want to go in his yard. Like <laughs> that, that's just how so. that actor looked, and he was great in the original mm-hmm. film. Um, man, I, I, what are some of your guys' negatives? Um. I only have two. Okay. Um, the first one, it's not even like a big deal. The first one, uh, the guy who looked like General Draven, mm-hmm. he who played him, he looked too much like uh, Jorah Mormont from <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay. So the whole time I was thinking, I feel like Jorah Mormont would be better. <laughs> that was, that's the only thing that like took me out of the movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and my other negative is that they didn't do a great job at the beginning establishing establishing who everyone's name was. Okay. At first, because like they say something about Cassian, and I'm like, um, that would be. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my negatives. Is that Diego Luna? Yeah. Okay, it is. <laughs> that that was, right. that's one of my negatives too. Like I remember like, they were talking about somebody. I'm just like. Who is this? I gotta be. I, I got looked at my friend. I was like, "Who are they talking about?" She's just like, "I have no idea." I was like, "Okay, so we're both lost together. Awesome." Yeah. <laughs> so like, it I, was like, "Have have we met that one yet?" Oh my god! Is that someone <laughs> from the original trilogy? Like, should we know him yet? I didn't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Ozzy, do you have anything else or any more? Um. Uh. I did have a problem with some of um. Cassian's lines, really, but it wasn't something. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, like for me, just some of just some of the mannerisms and 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 the screenplay. You know what I'm saying? It's just Mm -hmm. like something was supposed to. I'm not gonna spoil it, but something was supposed to happen, but he didn't. But he ended up like not doing it. So I'm just like, I'm just like, but you. You just met this person, so like, why do you care? Like, <laughs> so, like, like, what if it would have been like a liability yeah. that this person, like, you know, what I'm saying? So I'm just like, no reason why you didn't do it. Yeah, and there's... Then, so that was that was like, there's there's some things that I was just like, why? Like, mm-hmm. is this happening? And then like, again with with uh, Chirut's character, like he says something. I'm just like, 
That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, you're only getting this because he said something. So why are you saying that? Like, it's just some of the things, it, it just felt well, sort of forced. With, well, with him, it was, you could pass it off as the Force, which is the catch-all for, yeah. for Star Wars. If there's something Literally, that doesn't make sense, you say the Force. <laughs> which I'm going to say the Forced because it seemed forced. I'm not trying to yeah. make a pun out of it, but it did seem forced. Um, no pun intended, yeah. guys. Anyway, but some of the things did seem uh, just a little forced, um, just so that we can get. I mean, I understand, like, and I understand why again that they did the things that they did in the movie, where it was to build the characters. But you, there are some things that definitely did feel forced in the movie. Okay. Um, overall, it was it was a good movie, though. I, yeah. did, I did enjoy it. Um, I do a have out of the line. Uh, I'll, Go ahead. I, I do have a kind of a big issue with this movie, and it's in the first half of the movie. I do think that the the plot is very kind of it's plotting a little bit. It kind of takes its time and it, it's almost, and this is hard for me to talk about without kind of getting into spoilers. And it's hard because we consider, consider more a spoiler for star Wars because we don't want anybody getting mad that we spoiled it for them. Um, so it, there's just, there are t- things that happen in this movie early on where you're just like, but we know what's, what's supposed to happen. Like we, because we are following from this character's perspective, we know that this is true. So why should we care if he doesn't Uh believe her? Like it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It didn't make, it kind of just felt like wasted time. Um, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't even like we were getting both yeah. sides. We're like, oh, maybe this is true and maybe it's not. We know it's true and it's just a nuisance because we don't, like, he doesn't believe her. Um, so, th- you know, those kind of things. I do think that that, and then also Saw Guerrero was completely wasted in this movie. I, yeah. I did not think they yeah. used him well. Um, he was the, he's played by Forrest Whitaker. I thought Forrest Whitaker did a pretty good job in the role. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was going to be in more of this movie. He was not. He, he's just wasted. Um, they. Yeah, I just, I, I totally forgot about him because, it, like, he was, he really wasn't in the movie as much mm-hmm. as you thought he would be. Mm-hmm. And I thought he would have more of an influential role. Yeah. But he really didn't in the end. I mean, he really didn't. That's and, not sorry for you guys, and, but like Yeah, and even um, his main even his major scenes, um, they were kind of pointless. If you go back and think about what he was doing and its overall impact on the story, it's very minimal. He doesn't have much of an impact on this story. Yeah. I think he was in it so little. They were probably trying to like play up how important he was mm-hmm. by using him like in the same amount as Vader. Yeah. How they only had him in it a that's certain fair. amount. That's like that's to good. play him up and like show how powerful of a character he was. That's a good that's way to look at it. What they're trying to do with Sagara, but it just didn't. Work. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that statement. It's probably the same thing. It just didn't yeah. work. Um. All right. Do you guys have anything else in the negatives area? No, that's that's it. Okay, I'm I'm gonna pose one question to you guys, and then and then we will move on to our ratings for this movie. Um, and this this is kind of a teaser for a discussion that we might be having in a future episode. Um, what do you think is better? And give me briefly why. Briefly, we'll try to keep it short uh, because again, we'll probably have this discussion in more detail in an episode or two. Was the Force Awakens or Rogue One better, Ozzy? Mm, I'm gonna go Rogue One. Rogue One was better, and um, just to keep it quick, I'm gonna. I'm, my friend, I, I saw 
I saw it with my friend, with my friend or boyfriend. She, he does not like both of those movies, but um, he, he is right about one thing. Um, I like Rogue One better because it's more of an original story. Um, and that's what I was really excited going into this movie. I, this was the one I was really pumped for, so I was really excited to see this. And it was more of a, like I said in the beginning of my positives, it was, it was like a different story. And the, to me, the cinematography was used. This cinematography was fantastic here compared to um, um, The Force Awakens. But I also thought the story was original and it it, 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 it works within everything of Star Wars, okay. like the whole Star Wars universe. It's its own thing and it stands out. And I think okay. I think in, in the years to come, it's going to stand out. Now, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens... And this is a lot of this is a lot of the this is a lot of the pro, this is a problem that a lot of people have with the Force Awakens. It's technically a New Hope, except okay. updated. I we, um, I, try, I want to no, rebut no, no, you no, no, so I'm hard not, right yeah, now, but I'm yeah, not going I'm not, to. No, 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 no. All right. But that's that's just my that's just my opinion. We're gonna go deep into I it. Know, like, that's what I'm saying. And, but All right, passing it's a it lot of, to Bob. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of the problems that many people have. So boom. Yeah. Um, despite. Agreeing with every single thing Ozzy said, I'm just gonna go ahead and say The Force Awakens, so that we have two opinions, just so it's not like repeating. Um, Carlos is gonna. I'd I think say, Carlos is gonna go Force Awakens too. I think so. Well, if he does, then I'll just agree with you, Carlos. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, are you gonna answer now, or should I just go ahead and say? I'm, it? I'm gonna say Force Awakens, but barely. All right. And okay, fine. Force Awakens. It kind of reintroduced us to the Star Wars universe again. It brought the old people back, brought young kids in, united the country, which is what we need. Um, yeah, Force Awakens. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Um, I would say barely Force Awakens. Um, and but the thing is, I think I think um, Rogue One has higher highs than Force Awakens does. Mm-hmm. It has big like the moments that are great are better than the great moments in Force Awakens. Because, like I said, the last 30 minutes of this movie are amazing. But The Force Awakens was more consistent. Like I said, I have major issues with the first half of this movie. And and the plot and the narrative and all those different... I do have issues with that. I don't have as many issues with the narrative structure of Force Awakens. Honestly, I think the narrative structure of Force Awakens was some of the best in Star Wars. It's better than A New Hope. And this is something that me and Bob were talking about um, with Jesse the other day. Um, Jesse, who is basically our Star Wars correspondent, and will that's really be, all he does. And he, all he does. He will be on our spoiler-filled <laughs> review on Wednesday. Um, and we were talking about this. I think Force Awakens. Yes, it may have a similar kind of story, but it tells it in a better way, in a more fluent way than. Um, than a new hope does. That's just my thought. Anyway, we will get into this more um, a little deeper in in the near future. It just wanted to kind of gauge you guys and see where you guys were at. Anyway, um, let's rate this movie. Ozzy, what do you got it at? I'm gonna give it an eight point. I'm gonna give it an eight point eight. I thought this movie was wow great. I definitely yeah, I definitely recommend this movie to everybody. Everybody should go see it. It's uh, for those of you, I feel like this is also going to be a film. Like, if you don't like Star Wars, I feel like this is going to be the film that makes you like Star Wars. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I think this is this is the film that's really going to get you interested because this this film actually got me more interested in the mythology of everything. 
So, because I'm not, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but it definitely, and I've, I've seen all eight. Um, well, now, not, well, no, yeah, all eight movies yeah. now. So, um, it's definitely something I'm interested in. It definitely gets you interested in the mythology more. All right. Um, so, definitely, definitely a good film. Bob? Um, I think I go eight point four. Okay. I really liked it, but like you said, the first thirty minutes, first half, kind of. Dragged mm-hmm. along a little too much to go higher than that, but I would definitely recommend it, whether you like Star Wars or not. If you like it, you'll love the movie. If you don't like it, you'll love Star Wars after. Fair enough. Um, whew. I'm going to be lower than um, both of you guys, but and That's this fine. and this is because, and I know this is probably like I'm a huge Star Wars fan and people really yes obviously and people are gonna still think after they hear my rating they're gonna think I hate this movie or something I don't I think it's a very good movie Uh, shut up Bob (laughs) I think it's a very good movie I have it at a 7.9 I think it's very good wow I don't think it's great but I think, and th- that doesn't mean it. Like, like I said, I'm I, shocked. Like I said, uh, I, I love, love the last 30 minutes of this movie. And for that fact alone, and for the fact that it's Star Wars and it's some of the like, highlight Star Wars moments of the entire franchise, I, it's probably going to end up being at least in my top three favorites of the year. But it's nowhere near my top 10 best. It's just not. Because it, it has structural problems. It just does. That's fair. That's fair, but I'm still shocked. Yeah. I mean, if you well, if you knew my um, Force Awakens score, my Force Awakens score is an eight out of ten. So, like I said, the Force Awakens is barely better than that. So, I think that's just where I'm at with these movies. The only yeah. the only right. one that I have drastically like higher than that is an, is The Empire Strikes Back because well naturally well because The Empire Strikes Back is a cinematic masterpiece so that's it's the like, best one yeah it, to me it's like The Empire Strikes Back and then there's this huge middle section of the most of the movies and then num- one and two you know at the bottom um, so that that's yeah. how it goes and they're kind of all clumped together except for Empire Strikes Back which is leaps and bounds better than all of them so yeah um, but. Speaking of rankings, we could just go ahead and watch that YouTube video we have. Um, exactly. Good Good. Plug, if we really Bob. want to get into that debate. Good plug, Bob. On our YouTube channel, just um, on Friday, we released our ranking of the Star Wars films. This is not including Rogue One because we had not seen it when we compiled this list. But we did rank all the Star Wars films. Um, the sc- we, as in the Screenfellows team, we kind of compiled all this together. It's a lot of fun to. It was a very fun list to make, and you should definitely check that out on our YouTube channel. It's Screenfellows on YouTube. Um, all right. Um, any final thoughts, or do you guys? Um, do we want to move on to um, Ozzy's Collateral Beauty review? Uh, we, we can move on. All right. Yeah, let's all right. move on. Um, Bob, do you mind sticking around for Ozzy's, um, this is going to be the Ozzy podcast the rest of the way. I don't, know. I don't mind. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'll give some input um, on, uh, Fuller House. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a part of Fuller House. I have right. to see what he thinks about season one. Okay, um, fair enough. All right. Collateral. I'm going to do a review of Collateral Beauty because Carlos was actually driving back down from Virginia today. That's why he was not able to catch up and see it. And that's why and I sound exhausted frankly, if I do. Yeah, uh, no, man, you sound, you, you sound fine. You sound pretty good. Um, yeah, you sound good for finals week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really does. Um, but 
since uh, since we have so much to talk about in the next episode when it comes to uh, the spoiler review and uh, the uh, um, spoiler free review and, and La La Land and so like that, we're gonna we're just we're just gonna review it here. Collateral Beauty. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's not good. It's not a good. It's it's really not a good movie. It might make it honestly might make my worst movies of the year. It it just might. Um, that's what I'm gonna start off with. And I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. I watched two other reviews today because I did not know how to review this movie without spoiling the first 10, 15 minutes because they completely lie to us in the trailer. They completely lie to us in the trailer. So I'm just like, technically, it's not a spoiler, but but it is if it's not in the trailer. Um, So I'm going to give you guys like a few seconds to like, Stop uh, and stop and, and get off or, or whatever, just so that we can uh, get that over with. So count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'm spoiling it. So Will Smith's character, obviously, um, it's, a, it's in the trailer. He lost his kid. So, you know, he's trying to figure out, like, you know, what to do. And he's writing letters to death, love, and time, right? Mm-hmm. So... In the movie, though, so we think that there that these people, like in the trailer, you know, you think that um, you think that uh, Helen Marin, you think that Kara Knightley, and you think that Jacob Lat- Lattimore, you think that you think that these are both that you think that those three characters are love, time, and death, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, no, what? not true, not true. <laughs> the thing is, um, you see, they play them, but they're paid actors in the movie to play these characters, to play love, time, and death. And the reason that yes, I'm dead serious. That is the that is the spoiler. That is the spoiler, people. Wait, Come paid on. by um, who? Or is that a spoiler? They are paid. They are paid by Edward Norton, Kate Winslet's character, and by Michael Pena's Michael Pena's character. Um, Whit like Claire, Norton will be yes. Um, the thing is, the thing is, um, Will Smith's character Howard. He's not really focused on his job. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just focused on like trying to get over this. He's he's he just. And you can see he does not like his life. And Will Smith, I'm I'm upset that he's not going to get nominated for this role, but I understand why he's not going to get nominated for this role. It's just the movie around him is not good. And that's probably why he's not going to get nominated. I think he does a really good job with this movie, and he's I think he does the best with what he's given in this movie. He is one of the positives in this movie. The cast is a great cast. The cast is great as well. It's just, and I don't, I think that they, I think they were lied to, too. I think they were fed something, right? They, they were told something, mm-hmm. and then they read the script, and they're like, I can't sign out of it now. Um, so, but, okay, so, like I said, he hates life. He doesn't really care about anything. So, uh, those three characters, um, with Kate Winslet, Michael Pena, and mm-hmm. Edward Norton, their characters basically say, well, we got to get him out of here. Like, we have jobs. We have stuff to pay for, like. We love him, but we can't risk our jobs to, you know. So basically, they hire these three actors to be love, time, and death, so that they can record him going going cuckoo and then fire him. What? Yes. So this that's, movie's that's just an old school bamboozling. Yes. Okay. First of all, first of all, those three have their own little side stories. You feel bad for them, but at the same time, you don't feel bad for them. Because I'm just like, you're a douche for doing this to him. You're a douche. And then he says something sweet to them, and the fact that they're still going on along with it, I'm just like, you guys are douches. Like, there's no way around it. You guys are just mean people. You guys are just thinking about yourselves. 
and it's just the story and there are so many cheesy lines toward the end I was looking at my friend and we're looking at each other like what the hell am I watching right now it, it was just so the screenplay is so bad I don't know what the I don't I just don't understand what happened in this screen the screenplay and you don't for like you don't really care for his daughter I mean you feel bad for him but the thing is you don't see Will Smith's character interact with our daughter you know what I'm saying you don't get mm-hmm. you don't get a scene with him and his daughter mm-hmm. um, and when they put the video together of Will Smith talking to these characters first of all first of all this is the scenes the scenes are ruined the scenes are ruined because He's he's giving this is Will Smith. This is one of Will Smith's best perform, performances. Honestly, I was I was like, damn, like he's giving such a great performance. And just some of the like the lines he's giving are really good to these to these actors that are playing time, death, and um, love. Right? You you feel what you feel his emotion, but it's completely ruined when you see the private investigator, literally all the time. Like you see her right there having her phone. Recording the scene. It's so bad. Like, the scene just drops for me. I'm trying to focus on Will Smith, but I see a, I see a little person in the back recording. I'm just like, why is this happening? And they and then they revert to her recording. I'm just like, like, like I can't see her in the shot already. Like, I can't see her in the freaking shot already. Are, are you dumb? I, I, and the I, fact that they and the fact that they made this whole video through a freaking phone, it's ridiculous. I don't want to see this movie. I don't even movie. know. I don't even know the. I don't even know the software you have to get on your phone to remove a complete person. Um, it's just ridiculous. Like I just I don't understand the premise the premise is so good in the trailer i don't know why they screw that all up i really don't it's just it's so it's so bad the cast the acting is the only good thing in this movie do not waste your time on this movie i, I um, but would you be mad if i don't <laughs> I, really I don't i wouldn't be mad like I'm, i really wouldn't be mad because and I, Carlos and I were talking the other day. We we're just like, dude, like, why the hell isn't Will Smith getting nominated for Collateral Beauty? Like, it's it's supposed to be an Oscar contender. This this is why. This is literally why they cannot reward a good movie on giving him a great, like, a horrific movie on giving that movie a nomination. They can't. They just they can't. They cannot do it. Will Smith, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. he gave, like he gave. He gave. To me personally, he gave an Oscar winning performance. He really did. And I wouldn't be upset if he's nominated, but I will be pissed off just because of the fact that it's this movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they can't give the movie credit by giving him credit. And it sucks. Don't, it does give a don't, don't worry. Jada Pickett Smith will still boycott the Oscars. She's going to boycott. Won't we all? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and rate this movie. I give this movie a 2.1. It's oh, wow. bad, people. It is bad. The screenplay is bad. I walked out of it. Because I, I was rushing. I was literally rushing to go see this movie. I was rushing to go see this movie. And when I got there, when I left, I was just like, I shouldn't have rushed to get it off. I really shouldn't have. Um, I was annoyed. I was pissed when I got there. I was, really was. I had like five lights in a row red. Okay? And then I go to the movie, and I'm just like, I wasted my time. Getting the <laughs> worst show possible. <laughs> so, um, 
Definitely don't go out of your way to see this movie. I don't plan on <laughs> don't it. Don't go out of your way. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I told you, Carlos, you wouldn't like this. I told you, I had, it's something that I had to address. That, that spoiler is something I had to address because I cannot review it without that spoiler. Makes sense. What sucks is my family wants to go see it tomorrow. Well, you should play them Ozzy's rant on it. I am trying to convince them to go see Moana. But they are. They are all in on Will Smith. <laughs> you need to play them, Aussies. I'll try to get the episode up fast so you can play it in time. Uh, well, you know they listen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Um, whew, you guys, are you, are you ready to <laughs> I move feel like on? You're, you're honestly shocked right now, Carlos. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. On That cast is Same. so loaded. Oh man, that's the. I remember. I remember the trailer getting released. Yeah, I was yeah. in love with this trailer. It's a good I remember trailer. the trailer. We saw it. We went to see the accountant with Eli, mm-hmm. and we saw that trailer, and we all looked at each other. We're like, "That looks pretty good." Like, I think my exact words were, "Bro, I'm all in." <laughs> and now Ozzy gives it a gives it a two. We're hearing that it's not even what it's supposed to be, which you know is a marketing guy. I'm just offended that they would advertise it so falsely, but I'm so sad now because yeah, I and was then all like, my friend. My friend even said because they stay on the last shot of the movie for so long, we're just like cut scene, cut scene, cut scene, cut the. Why is it such a long shot for? Like I don't even see them anymore. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> like that's what my friend. My friend. My friend looked at me. He's like, dude, why is it such a long shot? I was like, I have no idea. All right, before <laughs> like, we end of the Force Awakens long shot. <laughs> it was like it was a really long shot we're just like why the hell is this alright before we it. waste any more time on this movie <laughs> let's move on to um, a mo- another waste of time <laughs> Fuller House Ozzy take it away alright 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 so you wanna let's just start off with season one before I get into my briefly guys two. briefly because, we don't wanna take up I think season time. I think season two is, is is worse than season one. Oh, good um do you wanna start on Bobby yeah, um, it's going to be short because um, you can sum up season one pretty easily. Um, it was trash. It was absolute garbage. Oh, like, my gosh. Growing up watching Full House was amazing. I loved it. And then I get to college, and I find out I'm going to get more Full House. I'm going to get to see how their lives are. I'm excited. This is lit. Watch the first episode. I regretted it. And I watched the rest of them. And I'm going to be honest. It's probably one of the very few regrets in my life is watching that show. Um, I'm not, I'm not as heavily negative on, on you on the, on the first season. I thought the first season was decent. It's not something I would say you guys need to run out of, need to run out of your way to go see it. I thought, I thought it was decent. I thought it had some good moments and then I felt that they had moments in there that completely ruined it. By the way, this is going to be a spoiler review for Fuller House. So if you don't want to listen, if you haven't seen one, if you want, if you haven't watched season one or season two, don't don't listen to me. Um. Anyways, I thought they had good. I thought they had moments that had potential, but they completely screwed it up. For instance, uh, DJ's dating uh, this dude. Uh, what the heck is his name? Mark. You know what I'm saying? She should be with Steve. Okay, okay, she starts dating this dude 
fucking Mark, and then her kids find out that she's dating Mark. Now, for me, if I lost, first of all, when my parents got divorced when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't want them to be with anybody. Okay, I wanted them to be with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I could imagine, you know, losing a parent. You know, you can't imagine. Um, I can't imagine what it's like, but I wouldn't want. You know, I would, I would still want my mom to be single because you know it's not like she left my father. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they, they have that moment. And then she, she's just like, is it okay if I'm dating him? They're just like, yeah, sure, it's fine. It's fine. Sure. It's like, you just wasted a potential moment. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You guys are so stupid. And the kid actors are, my God, I can't. Like, the kid actors, starting with uh, Max. I'm going to jump I'm gonna jump into season two right now. Max, his name is Max. And the, the actor's name is... Um, Elias Harger. I've never hated but liked a kid but respected a kid so much in my life. Never in my life. Okay, this kid's a little yeah. douchebag. He's mm-hmm. a little douchebag, okay? Like season 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 two, right? First episode, he's having a problem, and then his mom tells him a problem and he's like, How's this supposed to help me? I'm just like, first of all, if I ever talk to my mom like that, I'll get slapped across the face. Two, like you're a douchebag for not caring about your mom's problems. Three, I respect you weirdly for your mom because your mom doesn't do anything about it. She lets you talk to her however you want. And the show completely, it felt like a Disney Channel show. Yeah. It feels like a Disney Channel show. Which it, that's not like, a compliment. That's not a compliment. It's more mature by 2%. That's literally all I'm going to give it. It's 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 It feels like a Disney Channel show. No, like, like I don't like if I'm watching an APHB. Like, first of all, Netflix shows they curse. Like, they'll show nudity. They don't give a. They don't care. I'm not telling you to give me nudity and curse, but my gosh, woman, give me like, give me some like feelsy moments or something. Like, like Full House. There, I remember Full House. They like they at least gave you some important moments. Like this one, they they really didn't. They really didn't. And instead of oh my god, or oh my gosh, DJ says the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my whole entire life. I can't believe I'm going to say it. She says, oh my lanta. Ah. What the hell is oh my lanta? Like, okay, now that's from the original series. I don't give a damn. Like, it's, it's But she's an adult. She, she should have grown out of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, It's so annoying. And she's like, oh my lanta. Oh my lanta. I'm just like, oh my gosh. This is so annoying. And then the kids don't make it any better. And then they they added a regular to the show. I don't know what made them do this. Carlos, you know Fez from the that seventy show, right? Yeah. Okay, you would agree that he's one of the best things about the show, right? Uh, they don't overuse yeah, him. definitely. Yeah, yeah, they don't overuse him, right? Mm-hmm. They he has perfect one liners, everything, right? Yeah. They were trying to make this guy Fez, basically. <laughs> he does he. Is the most annoying Hispanic character on television I have ever seen in my life. Oh, you're just Worst a stereotype. Oh, come on. Yes, literally. He's the most annoying stereotypical Latino on a TV show I've ever seen in my whole entire life. That's, ever. That's I, disheartening. I hated this character. I said, why the hell did you make him a, a season regular? Because in season one, he was supposed to marry Kimmy. Kimmy says, no, no. I'm just like I thought it was her ex husband. It was her ex husband. I'm just yeah. like I'm just like, why would you say no to starting your family again? Like like what? 
and she's just like, oh, because I have to raise, I have to raise DJ's family with her. I'm just like, I mean, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> like, but whatever. And then he ends up getting, then he ends up moving in, and that was the worst decision that the show's ever made so far. It was really bad. The show is really cheesy. The kid, the kid acting is not great in this movie. Don't try to sit here and tell me that kids have an excuse. They don't have an excuse. Have you seen Moonlight? Okay, have you seen Boyhood? Have you seen the first Harry Potter movie? Stranger like, Things. Have you seen Stranger Things? There are a lot of great kid actors out there. My sister could be an actor in Fuller House, and she can get an Oscar for that movie, like, for that show. <laughs> it is horrible. It is bad. I don't know what the hell happened in season two. It is bad. The one positive I'm going to give season two is that they ended this whole love triangle DJ had with Mark and Steve. God, that was just a waste of time. Just a waste of time. So, if I'm going to rate season two of Fuller House, it's a negative. It's a negative five. Okay, good. It's a negative good. five. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on with the show, but I don't like it. It needs to stop. Okay? Like, and I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. Carlos, you so, can skip out, bro. So, so that's, gr- <laughs> that's grounds to give up on it, right? You're not going to watch the next season? I do, I, like, I, I can't say, I, I can't, to me, all right, here's the thing about me, and here's the thing about me dropping shows, okay? Here's, here's my rule, okay? Like, this is a, this is a bad show. This is a really bad show. Yeah. But I have to watch, like, first of all, I have to watch season three, because it, it still has a large fan base. It still has a large fan base, and I'm sure that a part of that large fan base listens to the Screenfellas podcast, so I can't just drop the show. I can't just drop, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. That's one. Two, I I like giving shows opportunities to be good. Oh okay. I sticked around for NCIS for a while and then they dropped the ball um when Ziva left and then that's when I said, Alright, no, I'm I'm out. Like there's so much filler for no reason and no. Um so it has something has to happen like like it makes no sense as to where I'm gonna drop out. Oh like gosh. it's like it's really bad. I know you guys are just like, oh, so you give it like a negative five. Like how the hell is it that bad enough? I'm just like, and I understand. Trust me, but I have to. I also have to do it for the Screen Plus podcast. So I cannot stop do watching it for the it. brand. <laughs> I'm doing it for us. Um, if I could, to be honest, um, I probably would, but. I gotta do it for you guys. So your TV watching uh, habits are definitely curious. Um, um, yeah, man. I mean, God, um, God, this was a painful thing to watch. All right, um, are you guys done with Fuller House? Oh, I was so. done with it since the first season. <laughs> Fair enough. I had to rewatch it. Had to freaking rewatch freaking. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway. (laughs) All right. We will sign out now. Um, Jeez. Before we do, let's, again, quick reminder, the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe there because we have so much content coming out uh, in the next couple of days. And then, uh, yeah. And then also our website. I also want to push the website. Brianna, our writer, has her review, spoiler free, for Rogue One on our website screenfellas.com so make sure you go and check that out there as well um ozzy you want to sign us out well 
Oh, yeah, man. Where can people... First of all, what are your recommendations? Do you have any or no? Oh, I, I didn't really plan any, to be honest. Bob, you want to take my <laughs> recommendation plan? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and take this. Um, Carlos knows I'm a huge fan of it because I actually watched two seasons of it in one day. Um, I'm going to recommend Silicon Valley all right. uh, on HBO. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's easy to watch only 28 episodes and all a half hour, so you can get through it quick. And it's honestly probably one of the funniest shows on TV. Oh, you know what? I, I will also recommend something um, as well. The uh, I, I, After you see Rogue One, go right and watch A New Hope uh, on DVD. It's a, oh, okay. yeah. it's a very nice... Um, transition it's very smooth uh and it actually fleshes out a lot of the stuff at the beginning of a new hope really well because you are just coming off this kind of emotional climax of a movie and you're just like oh wow like we just got to go right into this next part of the story it's very interesting experience so definitely do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um since i brought up kid actors i don't know if i recommended this in the show before but i'm gonna recommend it stranger things guys if you haven't watched it what the hell are you doing um it's a fantastic show. Like, I really don't understand what to tell you. It's, really I, is. It, it's such a great show, and the kids in this movie do such an amazing job at really. The whole cast really does such a great job in bringing you back to the. I think, I think this was taking place in like what the eighties, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, does such a great job in bringing you back into that time period. You know, it it's so good. The, the story is so interesting, you know. The comedy, the 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 intense moments, it all it all fits so perfectly together into the show called Stranger Things. So definitely check it out, guys. It's so good, it's so so good. You guys need to watch the show, especially if if you love soundtracks, you love opening scenes of Netflix. This is a show that really does have a, a great opening scene, and it does have a pretty good soundtrack. So definitely check the show out. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, where can people find you on social media? I'm going to start off with Bobby since he is our guest for today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BWhiteHouse89 and Instagram, uh, OldBob89. And go ahead and follow ScreenFellows on Twitter and Instagram as well, at ScreenFellows. All right, all right. Um, guys, also, he is our um, he's a social media um, head of marketing guy. He's our head of marketing here. So and merchandising. So <laughs> and uh, merchandising. Go ahead guys, to society6.com slash screenfellows if you want to buy any shirts. Guys, he's having some pretty good stuff right now. If you guys love our Rest World recaps, which we're not doing for a while, but if you love them, and if you were here when the now famous phrase was, love is the maze, we have a shirt, guys. <laughs> we have a shirt now that says it. So buy that shirt. It's a great it shirt, so too. good. It's right. such a great shirt, um, well designed. But all right, getting back to social media, Carlos. Where can people find you, man? You find me on Twitter and Instagram at cheery four five six. And like Bob was saying, subscribe or follow all of us um, on social media, all over social media at Screenfellows because Bob does a great job with all those feeds. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at. Castro Ozzy and on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. And if you have any questions, any topics, any ideas that you guys want us to talk about on the show, please feel free to email me, email me at Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellas.com. And again, follow us all on at ScreenFellas when it comes to any type of social media. Um, all right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to, sub- to subscribe and listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Please rate and review the podcast. 
uh, the podcast on anything that you guys use because I know there's like a lot of stuff you guys use to listen to us, which is awesome. Guys, this is Spring Bros.